lot of times this life backs us up against the wall Seems the higher we climb, the further we get pushed and fall But we have each other to learn and grow strong Yeah, we have each other to discuss what's wrong Welcome back to this week of Her Melanin. Her Melanin Speaks, My Melanin, whatever you want to call it. I'm still working on revamping. But um, today we're going to talk about a hot topic, very hot topic, uh, reparations for the Black community. Uh, with me today, I have Terrell. He was here on our very first episode, Generational Curses, and got where we got the most uh, feedback from him. Everybody loved it. So thank you, Terrell, for coming back. Right, right. I think this is this is this is going to be something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody yes. has their thoughts when it comes to reparations. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to start off straight up. What do you think about when you think about when you hear the word reparations for the Black community? Oh man! Um, since this is a very open space um, for us to be completely honest, um, it's funny that you even said, "What do I think about when I hear the word reparation for the black community?" Um, and my honest opinion is nothing. And as sad as that might sound, um, literally, I don't think of anything. Um, so you're talking about an entire race of people. Um, that has been going through the very things that we've been going through year after year, century after century, decade after after decade. Um, and it's hard to even wrap uh, your mind around what it would even look like for Black people to be reprimanded um, for, the very, for the very torment, the very hurt, and the very pain that we've been through um, in life. Now, do I have an idea of what, what I would like for um, us to receive um, absolutely but would we ever get that the world may never know <laughs> I love that you said that because I felt like I was the only person <clears throat> that thought like that um, <laughs> so <laughs> I I elaborated so I listened to other podcasts and one of the podcasts that mm-hmm. I, I tuned into earlier this week was the Speak Easy and the men from the Speak Easy was actually mm-hmm. on one of my episodes about black men and their emotions but anyways one of the mm-hmm. topics that came about in their episode was reparations mm-hmm. and they were just mm-hmm. talking about it and they were trying to put monetary value on all that so i was taking mm-hmm. notes as i was listening to them and i responded um <clears throat> I, i'm gonna read off exactly what i said to them because it really sums okay. up what you said and that's why i was like wow um i never i didn't think too many people thought like me so i right. told them I said, um, where is it? Oh, okay. So I said, America has paid reparations to Jewish descendants of the Holocaust, Native Americans, Japanese Americans, etc. And no one asked them what they would do with the money because that's something that was brought up in their uh, in their uh-huh, podcast. Uh-huh. Like, what would bless it with the money? Like, who are you to ask us what we're going to do? Anyways. Right, right. I said, America would never be able to pay Blacks reparations, full reparations, because it's more than monetary. 
America will have to change its whole system, starting with its constitution on down. America will have to admit and expose all their wrongdoings against Blacks. They will have to rebuild our communities that were redlined and provide proper education resources, fair medical resources, etc. They will have to reorganize and reconstruct their businesses to add diversity and really fully not tolerate racism, prejudice, prejudice or discrimination against Blacks. And I said, lastly, America would have to erase all debt for Blacks and give, give money to make us comfortable enough to thrive as a whole nation. I'm just scratching the surface, but overall, America would literally have to fall apart and start over for Blacks to receive proper reparations, and that's not going to happen willfully. Exactly. I was talking to uh, my girlfriend earlier today because um, when I was pondering on these questions today, um, so I'm a sociology major. I got my bachelor's degree in sociology, and there are two things that the world would have to do in order for uh, an entire race of people to get the proper reparations. They would have to change their behavior Mm -hmm. and they would have to change their perspective. Yep. The reason why black people don't get the very just that they need in this world, it's not because of our character. It's not because of how we speak. It's not because of anything else. It's, it's because of their underlying tone. I don't like your skin color. Yeah. Just, it's, it's just as simple as that. And I was telling her earlier that it, it almost seemed as if when they were writing the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence or any other um, legal document, it's almost in fine print. They say that this doesn't uh, belong to Black people. Exactly. You know? And it, it, it's a very disheartening um, and it's a it's a very tough pill to swallow because here we are, African Americans. Not only were we the first to ever even be here, but we were the ones that built this country. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me we're the ones that built this country, and you don't want to you don't even want us in the country that we made beautiful. Of course, <laughs> you know. And so you know exactly that was never in the plan. That was never so. They they say that we want these quote unquote niggers. To, to, to build all of this good stuff and we don't want them to reap the harvest. Yep. You know, and so again, you know, and it's sad to say, but when you think about reparation for black people, we live in, we, we, what, what does that actually what taste, feel, or even look like for us? You get what I'm saying? And, and I talk to so many of my friends and they always saying um, the government this and the government that we need more black people in it. You know, and I tell them, what if one day the world say black people can take over? What would it actually look like? Because you have black people that are against black people. Yeah, be hell. <laughs> you, you, get, you, you get what I'm saying? And so, and, so, and so here it is. I was just watching um, the Malcolm X movie the other day. Oh, my God. Somebody uh, put me on the movie. And um, I was watching the movie, and I've never really been a big fan of Malcolm X because, of course, I was pro-Martin Luther King. And I was literally watching this movie and dissecting this movie to the point where I was just like, whoa, Malcolm X don't get the hype that he should get. Yeah. and, And at the end of the movie, I realized it was Black people the one that turned and killed that man when he was only trying to be loyal. 
<laughs> you know, and so we ask ourselves, what what does it actually mean for black people to be in an environment, to be in a world where we can actually come together and say we're we're not gonna turn against each other? Because you got to think about it, black people make the world go round. If we stop buying Louis, if we stop, you know, giving these people our money and our time, the world would literally crash. Yeah, my my, my grandma was just telling me the uh, the other day that. When that thing happened with Rosa Park, black people stopped getting on the bus for 185 days. And it was wow. so bad to it was so bad to the point where the bus the transportation system it crashed. They they didn't have any money. But here we are in America, people people protest for maybe 14 days and call it a day. If that they, they, if that there's a discrepancy, there's reservations and there's inconsistency in America. That that's all to it. I mean, but at the same time, you gotta get it. I mean, I get what you're saying and I, I agree, but you also gotta think of how we have been disbanded and basically like our whole identity was stripped and we had to just right. start all over from, you know, as slaves. Right, so, of right, course, right. as a nation, we're not going to be together. I mean, we're not. And the Bible says that we're not going to uh, be all on one accord until the Most High comes back or whatever. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. When you're looking at history, everything that's done to us, you know, Jim Crow laws, everything, it was to separate us and to break us down right. even more. Right, right. Talk about stuff like reparations. We are not going to be on one accord. Right, right, right. Some people want that 40 acres and a mule, and others like, well, we don't deserve the money, but you need to do this in the government and da da da. But, I mean, nothing will ever be good enough because of everything that we've done. And, you know, to say, you know, for, for people to even come to the conclusion, well, give them money. Money is not even a, money won't even scratch the surface to repay what black people have been through. Yeah. It it won't even scratch the surface. You get what I'm saying? So, unless you're giving billions and billions of dollars. You know, uh, but that's what I'm saying. It won't even do any, you're talking about centuries and decades of torment, of pain, of um, of identities being stripped, of of of, of dehumanization. You know, you're talking about years of this stuff. You're talking about years of black people being in a place where they're they're literally an identity crisis. They're literally in a place where they have no clue who they are amongst their own race. Yeah, money won't do it. It's Absolutely not. Like money won't do it. Emotionally, mentally, yeah, like everything yeah. we just were jacked. So, and that's what I was saying. Like nothing is enough in regards yeah, no. of reparations for yeah. us. No, money like you won't might do, do something to shut us up, which have been done for years and years. Oh you do yeah, a little to shut us up, and that's what I want to go into next. So I was okay. reading an article um, recently. What's today? I think it was June 11th. What was it? I got to find the date. It was in June. So mm-hmm. very present. Uh, California mm-hmm. is uh, working on a bill for in regards of reparations. They mm-hmm. actually passed the, uh, the bill in California and I'm going to read what it says. So this was June 10th. 
Uh, this was brought up actually last year, 2019, but it was saying that uh, among the policy proposals in co- Congress, and this comes from CNN, but there's other articles that you can look up on there. In the wake of the death of George Floyd is a bill to consider reparations. Legislation that would establish a commission to study the consequences and impacts of slavery and make recommendations for reparations proposals is likely to get a vote this year from full Congress. So basically, like I said, starting in California. So in um, the, the bill is the HR 40. Um, and it said it allows the first constructive scholarly conversation on race that is clearly needed in the USA today. So basically, all they're saying is they're going to do research to see who would deserve the reparations. That's not saying anything else, basically. Yeah, no. So they're just now passing a law or a bill in order to do research on who would, you know, even get the reparations. But but see, here's the thing. Once again, you know, me having a sociology background and you doing research, what would this research actually even, what, what would the results be? What data are you trying to look for? And so exactly. for, you to say, for you to say that you're doing research to try to figure out who deserves the reparation, hell, the, the entire race deserves it. It's not a, <laughs> exactly. you know, it, yeah, it's not, Oh, babies deserve it, or women deserve it. the entire race deserve. It. I deserve it even if I don't deserve it. Like everybody deserves. It. If you identify as black, you deserve it. And yeah, so, so my thought mm-mm. with that was it's just to shut us up. Because yeah, no. it's showing, hey, we're doing something, but we really ain't doing nothing. We ain't doing nothing. Yeah. That's what that's just what mm-hmm. I got from it personally mm-hmm. because it's like what research do you need? Like isn't it like I said, even though there's nothing that could amount to the reparations that we need, when it came to all these other uh nations, all these other ethnicities and tribes and stuff, did they really wait this long and you know, be this uh mm-hmm. extensive with trying to give them reparations? No, you knew exactly what you did and who you did it to. <laughs> you know and so and so bottom line is black african american negroes nigger, whatever you want to call it is literally a race of people that's hated by so many mm-hmm. and we're hated by so many but we have given so much to the world so much we're hated by so many, but we are, we've literally given so much to the world. So right now I'm doing my teacher's training. And one of the women I got on there, she said, you can't teach what you don't love. That's powerful. You can't teach what you yeah. don't love. And so here it is. You can't give. You can't nurture. You can't teach. You can't do that little thing that you don't love. And here it is. America doesn't love black people. Oh, of course. That's they what it is. You know, us. that's what I'm saying. So here it is. Now, in uh, you know, up north, they're a little bit more vulgar with their racism. In the south, their their racism is in the form of hospitality. On the west coast, you know, they everybody is in in, in, in surfboards, so they they don't really too much. But here it is. You even got why is it that we got black Hollywood and white Hollywood? Literally everything in the world is completely divided to keep black people out. Of course, yeah. When and, and, and you know, and it's just 
it's a very disheartening thing because you even have so many black people that are just literally saying, what's the point? Why fight? Why, why say this? Why do that? You know, when, when we're, we're literally going to see the same results year after year, year after year. You get what I'm saying? So it, it makes it really mm-hmm. hard. But, you know, we have to, as, as a race of people, we have to come to a logical understanding that if we all just stand up, the world is going to have to give in. They're going to have to. Well, let's to. talk about that. Let's talk about that because um, I just realized, like, I knew about this. But I didn't know a lot of people did not know about this. Black Wall Street. A lot of people did not know about that. Oh, so yeah. that was a time yeah. where black people, black business owners, they all came together like-minded and created a neighborhood and generated wealth within the black community for themselves. Had no help. Right? Mm-hmm. So they were doing something. They stood up. They did their thing. And they were taken out. Yeah, oh my god. Bombs dropped on them. They yeah. were like, they thought yeah. us looting. These people were killed left and right because yeah. they all started their own Black Wall Street to generate wealth for their skin folk. So, as lovely as it sounds for us to come together, right, right, it's right. Not, that's not, it's not that easy. It's right. not going to happen. Right, right. And, 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 I think, and, and like I said, uh, Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. And I agree. I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, and it, you know, it's funny that you even brought up Black Wall Street because I was just talking to someone a black uh, um about Black Wall Street. Uh, literally, I believe yesterday. Um, but it, it not even just Black Wall Street. You know, you had black people that literally established neighborhoods and all all sorts of things that white people literally came along and said. You're not gonna live a better life than me, and so that that that's where jealousy comes in. That's where greed comes in. That's where pride comes in. And you're talking about literally a a, a race of people. And so let's talk about it. You're talking about, and and I can't stand when people uh, uh, consider a white person Caucasian. Caucasian is a different breed of people. They're white. You're talking about <laughs> an entire race of people that came over to America that traded their ethnicity, whether it was Italian or whatever you want to call it, that traded their ethnicity to become white just for a sense of supremacy, just so that they can oppress an entire race of people. You, you can't tell me that's not yeah. sick. But, but oh, here's a, it is. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's, you know. And so what what I'm saying is, you know, it, it it's a very oh man, we, you know, we can we can sit and we can talk about this for hours and hours and hours. But here it is, and we can paint these pictures, and we can say that yeah, black people are you know we're at the top, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that. But it's just like. What, what would it really, again, the only thing that it would take for black people to get their due just is for America to change their behavior and to change their perspective. And that's not happening to the most. And that, that's not happening to either hell freezes over or Jesus come back. <laughs> that's when that's going to happen. You know, because here it is racism, that's a taught behavior. Kids aren't born racist. It is. 
That's a talk. That's a talk. That's a talk behavior. And so what happens is when a child is born, if, if the parents are racist, the parents are telling that 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 child that black is not good. I remember a long time ago where they did the doll test. Do you remember that? They did the doll experiment with the little children. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and they had put the black doll and the white doll in it. You even had black children saying that the white doll is good because it was white. And then, the, you know, the researchers ask, well, why isn't the black dog good? Because they say that black is bad. Black is dirty. But who is mm-hmm. teaching our children this? Yep. You know, and so that, but that's what happens, though. You know, they, what they do is they see that you, now, now don't get me wrong. You know, I do got some of, you know, of our good black fellow peers that don't always act so right. But you can't all you can't. But that's box, with any race. But that's right, that's with any, any. But here's the thing, though. For some reason, though, they love boxing us all in. Because you know, I I, I even heard some of my friends say, you know, one of my friends would say all white people are racist, and then another friend would say, well, not all of them, you know. But here it is. Then you got white people mm-hmm. that literally would categorize the whole black race as one. But yeah, why mm-hmm. is it that every day we're giving them an excuse? Why is it that every day it's we're giving them a pass? So my husband was talking about this with his, uh, he was talking to his dad and his brother, and they said something um, that I realized that's true no matter who, as a black person, no matter who you are, what your past is, is, is it definitely holds some truth at least some point in your life. We have such a forgiving spirit say that say that as black people overall we have such a forgiving spirit for others yeah yeah when it comes to our own we are so hard on each other and all that but when it comes to others especially white people Mm -hmm. we have such a forgiving spirit um whereas a lot of other nations are not like that and, and, and a lot of other ethnicities are not like that. Exactly. And it goes back to behavior is tall. We are tall as a race to be forgiven. And I'm like, that's, that's crazy because, like you said, we are painted as the scum of the bottom of the earth. Like, we are <laughs> presented as if we ain't nothing and Literally. we ain't done nothing. And all we want is handouts and we lazy. But it's like, are we really lazy? Right. Like, um, the thing is, um, and like I said, this is why, again, I say there's no form of reparations that could be handed to us because every every obstacle that was thrown at us, we took it and we conquered it. We were not able to read or write, and we did it. Even if it meant death, we did it. Right. Black people were not allowed until one point or accepted into the military and we did it to show that we are not who you think we are yeah yeah and we have excelled and you know exceeded all standards we were not allowed in their schools (laughs) and we did it and we did it because here it is and we come up on top other than us being redlined and putting us in these poverty and these poor uh, low education, low budget schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We still come and up we on top still, high GPAs yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Oh, what? But see, here's the thing, though. A white person could even understand the cusp of what it means to have tenacity or to be resilient. A white person would not even no. understand what it means to truly be 
a hard working or what it really because you can understand most white people are born into money. Most white people are born into all of that stuff. Literally, white people are born yeah. into the action of you got to work for what you want. We're born into that. Yeah. So literally, the moment that yeah. we come out of our mother's womb, guess what? We gain resilience. We gain tenacity because we're we're literally born into struggle. And, and, and our first struggle is we're black. We're, that that's the I feel like that's the only struggle because um and I talked about this in my business episode there are uh people from other countries that can come here and get a loan to start a business and they put them in their family home and they start that business and they come to America and they killing it whereas if a black person go in and try to do that same business. They don't even look at our income or, or they'll make some excuse. We are shut down. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, we <sighs> oh, have man. To, oh, man. Like you said, we have to be resilient because we know what it is to hear no. I remember, it's funny you say tears. I remember uh, being in the military, you come across all types of people. Um, and this is just one instance where some, I was lied on. Um, it was from a, a white girl. She lied on me. Um, and she used a word that said I attacked her. Oh, wow. And my supervisor, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my supervisor is a short Filipino dude. I, I love him. <laughs> I love him. He was like, don't you ever say she attacked you. He was like, did she put her hands on you? No. He said, or did she call you out on your BS? He said, if calling you out on your BS is attacking, he said, then I don't know what attack is because that's not attack. Right. And she bust out crying because she was wrong. But the whole time that she was coming at me saying all these things, telling my leadership these bad things about me, not one tear, not one remorse. And I didn't do anything but call her out on her wrongdoing. Right, right. Um, And when it was time, you know, couldn't admit to it, it just bust out crying because she got called out. And that happens a lot when not just saying all white people, obviously we know this, but for the majority, when they're called out on their BS, on yeah. their blood for their wrongdoings, they bust out of tears. Yeah, yeah. Whereas as black people, we gotta go through going to jail. <laughs> we gotta, Man, we gotta you know, go through everything. Falsely, everything. Yes, false accusations and hold our head high and keep some type of hope to keep moving forward. Yeah. That's traumatic on its own. Man, let me tell you something. It, what a good day it is to be black. <laughs> You know, and you oh, know, it's always been a that's day. what I'm saying. It's always a good day to be black. I wouldn't trade my skin for literally anything in this world. And so, you know, when, when yeah. I think when I think about what it actually means to be black, I pull out all the powerful adjectives that's in the dictionary. You know, um, and I'm proud of that. You know, I'm about to become a teacher in the state of Mississippi uh, starting next month, and. You know, one, one, one of my biggest things is, you know, even though I'm going to be in Mississippi, which is a pretty racist state, um, but hey, grandma said, yep. don't, don't you ever fear racism, you know, but don't be naive to it. Um, one, yeah. one, one of my biggest things is, is to go into this school, because so Mississippi has the really one of the worst school systems in America. Um, but, but my job is, my job is not doing the right things to be a great teacher is it's being the right things to be a great teacher and so teaching them yeah. and leading by example but actually going in there not trying to be their savior 
but going in there trying to build a conducive community to let them know that you can be so much more than what the environment of the world so you could be and changing the narrative for our students but actually teaching our students the right way allowing them to understand so i'm about to become an english teacher allowing them to understand what it means to read black literature who were who were black poets and mm-hmm. you know to really really get a grasp of their history and i'm telling you you know, when I was an undergrad, one of the biggest things they said, if you want to get to know somebody, get to know their family history and their background. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the family history or the background, you don't know the person. Because literally the family history and the background will tell you everything you need to know about the person. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, we just, we just live it. We, we live in that world where as leaders and as mentors and all those things, we just have to be mindful that at some point we have to bring the elevator. No matter what we go through in life, we have to remember to bring the elevator back down because uh, my grandma used to always say, be careful what you do and be careful what you say because it can affect everyone around you. And we have to be mindful that babies are being born every day. What are we teaching our children? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we what are we gonna teach the next generation? You know, and so when we get to be fifty and sixty and seventy and eighty years old, what what legacy did we leave for our students? What legacy are we leaving for our mm-hmm. kids? You know, and so those are just things that I ponder on and things that I think about, and I, I'm just glad to even just be in the land of the living. You know, when I get to be 70 years old, I can tell my grandchildren that, you know, this is what granddaddy went through, you know. Uh, But, you know, again, we got to build up each generation stronger than the one before. Mm hmm. You're right about that. Absolutely. So I want to go back Mm -hmm. because, like I said, I've done a little research, Uh a little little dazzle, and I came across something that I thought was so interesting. Uh So, back in 1865, the military, uh, General William Sherman, whatever, he he basically tried to give some black people reparations. Mm. He tried to, yeah, right? So, it's called Special Field Orders Number 15. Mm. And there were military orders that was issued during the Civil War. It was January 16, 1865. And what he did was they provided confiscation of 400,000 acres hmm. of land. So this land is all on the east side, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina. And um, they were supposed to divide it into no more than 40 acres. Like, And they were supposed to give it to... Uh, about 18,000 formerly enslaved families and other black people mm-hmm. that was living in that mm-hmm. area. So that's where 40 acres and a mule come right, from. Right, right. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, he was trying to do that where they were given, like I said, around 18,000 people, 18,000 formerly enslaved uh, families and other black people in that area, no more than 40 acres. And that was all on the east side. But it never, basically, it never went into place. Wow! <laughs> it never, it, it never, it never went into place because you have these slave owners that wanted that land because obviously, you know, their ancestors or whomever they knew, uh, it was their land beforehand, 
And so it was a battle on that. And basically, it just never happened. Wow. See, what? what? But that, <laughs> that goes to say, it's never going to happen. Oh, like, man. I tell you, it seems like every time, crazy, yeah, though? every time somebody try to do something <laughs> good for, for our good old uh, black people, something comes along and just mess it up. And again, you know, that that's what teaches us to be completely hardworking and resilient. Oh man, it teaches us. Yeah, they don't want us to be great. Yeah, you know they don't want. And, us and so here it is: they don't want us to be great, but then yet every day we are. Every day we are, you know. Yep. And so here it is: black people is the only race um, that I know that's the first. Uh, that's the first to do this and the first to be this and the first to do you know what I'm saying they're not saying that for no white person you know so we're we're, <laughs> we're literally we're literally making history each and every day mm-hmm. so with that how do you feel when you knowing that these other nations uh, these other or nationalities other backgrounds have received reparations from the United States. Like, how does that make you feel? I'm not shocked, though. You know, and as bad, you know, I'm not shocked, but as bad as people want to say that they are this minority, Black people is the minority, you know? You know, we're the ones that get the backlash the most. You know, people can say what they want to say, but when they talk about minorities, they're talking about Black people. You know, and so I'm yeah. not I, I'm not shocked that other ethnicities, other, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, get first deals before we even do, you know. Um, and so does it make me mad? Not necessarily. But does it piss me off and irritate me? 100 percent. Because, again, here it is. We're the ones that's putting in the work and we're the ones that's, that's trying to be our best selves here in America. But it's like we can't we can't catch a break. And so you got all these other races that get reprimanded before. What that? What have they done? Mm-hmm. You know, and so you know that 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 <laughs> that that's just funny to me. That's funny to me. Exactly. That's what I when I when I seen that I was just like, first of all, um, I told this to one of my friends because um, I was like, I. I I expect that. <laughs> like, what would it look like them paying us respect or the respects that are due after centuries of what has been done to us? Mm. You know, that doesn't make sense. Right, right. That doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? That's like expecting a murderer who loves to kill to be like, you know what? <sighs> Let me go back to all these families and go and try to make it right. Like, no, like (laughs) you already did what you did. It was intentional. You, you knew what it was when you did it. You had no, you know what I'm saying? There was no remorse for it. So I, like I said, I don't, I don't expect anything if they even were to try. Cause I know they are trying. Like I know the founder of BT, what's his name? Robert Johnson. Uh... I know he was talking in regards of us getting a couple hundred thousand um, in regards to reparations, but that's not going to do that's anything. Not like, gonna... do you know, 
how many families need mental therapy Uh how many black people need uh to go to rehab from the drugs that was brought into our neighborhoods or the ones that's been falsely uh uh imprisoned and they don't know how to come back and and and, and uh, let's start living society let's start with with uh, uh, black people being in in total poverty like you know, like you, yeah. you, like that's what I'm saying. Like there, you know, I tell people all the time that when when you're talking about African American people, you just can't say one thing or you just can't consider one thing. We are a very complex race. We're a very complex yes. uh, race uh, of people, and so there's so many. Di- that's what I'm saying. There are so many different factors to consider when you're talking about us but one because we're you know we're we have major diversity within our own race you know um and so you know when you just think about that you can't just say oh well let me just uh give them money and and let me you know call it a day no there is so much more you have to consider because here it is you know imagine you giving money to an african-american that's addicted to drugs what do you think they're going to do with that money Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's what I'm saying. Like people think that money is always the better solution when it's not like, you know, black people, you're, you're talking mm-hmm. about years of, 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 of brokenness, years of uh, mental illness, years of uh, just so many different things that needs to be fixed before you can even consider um, giving, giving people money and saying that and, and them saying that this is going to be all that I need. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no, that it don't work. Yeah, like it that. doesn't work like that. But here it is. Here it is. You got black people that live their entire life learning about other races, and them other races don't even know about us. They, 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 they don't. They don't. They know, and they swear they know. I, I was I was listening to this thing the other day, and it said America wants black people rhythm, but they don't want our blues. they want our rhythm but they don't want our blues you know and so even so even now like you know with this whole george floyd thing there's so many white people in america protesting okay y'all want a hand clap like you know right that's what i'm saying like every time i watch the news and every time i watch cnn like everybody is so like oh my god there's so many white people like you know even when i talk to my peers and stuff oh my god like it's just it's it's a joy to see that it's that many like they should have been doing like that's what I'm saying like because here's the thing though at the end of the day when the protesting is done and over y'all are going home you got some of them black people that are out there protesting Mm -hmm. that don't even have homes you get what I'm saying like that 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 don't have meals to eat like that I tell you bro people America is, yeah. America just need to be burnt to the ground and and start all over again. <laughs> yeah, and it needs to start off in a yeah. I said, yeah. So I was like, I said, why are people announcing like I'm I'm very um, laid back. I I like and I'm very observative. So when it comes to certain things, I'm not going to announce. Oh, I noticed the white people that's quiet. Da da da. First of all. If you were that type of person, I probably already peeped it so you're not on my right. Facebook or right. my Instagram. Or if you if you decide to say what you got to say and it's off 
I'm just going to delete you. I'm not going to announce it. I'm not asking nobody white to say nothing, nobody to speak. I'm not doing that because it looks like I'm begging. What am I begging you for? We don't need white people to, I mean, is it is it yeah. nice for them to, you know, be unified with us? Yeah, that's cool. But in reality, like you said, do we what what's gonna happen when the protesting is done? That's what I'm saying. You, you know, so why you gonna give you us some of your money? <laughs> like, right? Yeah, no, right? yeah, no. Y'all not doing nothing for us. Like, okay, big whoop. Like, it's a bunch of white people out there protesting. Oh God, now you're the black people's friends. Like, but here it is. Y'all are friends on Monday, but they're stabbing us in the back on Tuesday. And that's been happening literally, that's exactly. been happening literally since slavery. Exactly. Like, you got so many of these white girls that like these black guys, and then the moment that she get caught, she want to say that he raped her. You know, like, yeah, yes. no, man, get out of here with that. Get get out of here with that. Uh, exactly. And I'm not saying... I made a comment. I made a comment because a lot of people like to say, oh, I'm not racist or that. My friend is black. You know, slave owners, you know, have babies with black with slaves too, right? Huh? <laughs> you know Wait, that, right? That? But yeah, they were still racist and they yeah. still okay. owned slaves, right? Okay. But yeah, they were still having babies with slaves and they were still breaking our families and killing our husbands and kids and stuff. So what does that mean? Yeah. I, yeah. Like that means nothing. That means nothing. Because it's like, what are what are your actions? What are what are what are you behind closed doors when the cameras are exactly? Open? What are you saying behind closed doors when it's not a trend? exactly exactly? And so when you got you, and Black Lives Matter, it's you, not a trend. You what got all of these people, Amazon and and Fashion Nova and all these big corporations, and we stand behind Black Lives Matter. You should be doing this every day, not when it's trending. I, mm-hmm. Are you standing behind? Do, are you? Do you stand behind black people when it when when people aren't saying anything? Like that's what I'm saying. Like people just be wanting, mm-hmm. and people just want applause. People just want want mm-hmm. what their recognition. You know, when when they want their 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 five their five seconds in the spotlight, and it it, it doesn't work like that. Like, yeah, no, I I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, they can miss me with all of that. And like you said, they want our rhythm. They but want not our, our rhythm, rhythm, but not our blues. <laughs> they want nah. our knowledge. They want our culture. They and want our blues. But they cannot walk a mile in our, not even a hundred meters in our that, street. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, people just don't understand the, I'm telling you, people don't understand the Black experience. And though, you know, and I don't even want to sit here and make it seem as if the Black experience have always been such a bad thing, because one thing I know about Black, we turn nothing into something. You know, one thing I know about Blacks, like, Mm -hmm. you know, even if we don't have nothing, we will literally sit there, talk, laugh, play cards, you know, whatever it is, you know, to find the joy in every every situation, you know, and, 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 you know, so the Black experience does have really, really great moments in it. But then you have those moments in the black experience where people don't, you know, people don't want those conversations because it, it gets too uncomfortable and too mm-hmm. sticky for people. And here it is. We live in a society where people yep. don't want to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Uh-uh. I'm good on it. <laughs> so you telling me 
is next thing you know, we hear about on the news, breaking news, reparations bill passed. Every black African-American, whatever you want to call them, get X, Y, Z. <laughs> what would you say to that? Like, what would you do? I wouldn't believe it, to be honest with you. I, you wouldn't I, I wouldn't believe it. it until I see it. And and here it is. Don't tell me that you don't tell yeah. me that you're about to send my grandma a thousand dollars. Because what is a thousand dollars gonna do for her? You get what I'm saying? Like, let me know that you're about to buy my grandma a house. <laughs> like, you know, like mm-hmm. so so and then here it is though. Even though we might have I because we're black we might have a logical understanding of what we want to see for our black people, but you're talking about white people passing these bills. You're talking about white people saying, yeah. you're talking about white people saying that this is what I want for black people. So if them people say, I want them to be reprimanded with a thousand dollars, they're going to feel like they did. Oh, they're going to feel like they, they just deserve all the applaud in the world. Oh no. yeah. They, they feel that way. No. Uh, That's what I'm saying. They like, well, we gave you a black president. Isn't that good enough for y'all? No. No, that's <laughs> not good enough for us. Give us more. Give us what give us give us our <laughs> land. Give us our money. Give us our time. Give us everything that America owes us. And as the people would say back in the day, give us our 40 acres and a mule. Yeah. No. So, yeah. If that was to come on the news tomorrow, they would have to show me. Uh. Uh-uh. They're they're they're. <laughs> I made a comment with my husband. I was like, I said, if they were to do something like that, like you know how much damage that would cause within our community. Okay. Because, like, like I said, we've been through so much trauma as. For, for a really long time, over 400 years. And for you to just put money in people's hands that, like you said, you give a crackhead this money, or excuse me, you didn't say crackhead. Right. <laughs> you said drug addict this money, they're going to get blown right, up. Right. You know, and it, it would cause more harm than it would good because, like I said, there's so much more that just has to happen along with that. And that's so unfortunate mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. think about the depth that America owes black people, because that's basically what it is. Amer- we think America's in debt with the world. America's in debt yep. with black people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's a debt, it, it, and that's a debt that they cannot pay. Um, and so, you know, it, it, like I said, there's just so the first the first thing that we need to be reprimanded is free education. Black people need it. And wipe out our debt. That's what you can do. Wipe out our debt. Give us free education. Yes. Make a better healthcare system for us. And I'm so sick of so many. I'm so yes. sick of so many of these organizations saying that, oh, we're really big on diversity. And you don't practice diversity. Like, what? Like, yeah. It's like, what's your, what your uh, executive yeah, no. like? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so here it is, though. Uh, the when when you talk about black women going into hospitals, um, giving labors to to their babies and stuff, why is it that the death rate for babies for black babies are so much higher than any other ethnicity 
a race of babies. You get what I'm saying? So when 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 you can mm-hmm. when you can give our black women reparation for that, for actually going in there to save their children's lives, then you can talk to me. But until then, you ain't saying nothing. You know, and it, it's sad that you have so many girls, even my age, saying that they're even scared to have children because of how America is built. That's yeah. how I was. That's how I was. And the only thing that gave me, granted me serenity, basically, was finding my black midwife here in San Antonio. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I had problems with that, too. Not with her, but being in the military and going the route that yeah, I Yeah, let me issues. tell you something. We want black everything. Black everything, black, black, black literally yes. everything. I, I rented a car um, a, a few weeks back, and I, I was thinking to myself, we even need black car rental places. Like you know, like everything just needs. Mm-hmm. So here yes. we go. They got military bases. Give us the black world. Like everything in the world just need to be black. Every, everything, every, every, everywhere I go, it should be a black person. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, but but again, though, you know, going back to the topic, to be reprimanded as a black person, man, you you just. Nothing, I couldn't even give you an exact an amount or an object or something tangible or intangible to rectify what my grandma went through, what my great-grandma went through, what my granddad went through, what my great-granddad went through, you know, what my sister's been through, um, or even what my black, what, right, what you what been I'm saying, through. even what I've been through. And so, you know, um, you just, you know, it's just, man, you you can't, there, there's nothing really to even say about that because, it, you know, people just, here it is, change your behavior and change your perspective. And until America does that and understand that America is full of white racist men, you know, from the very beginning, senators and presidents and all of that stuff, they were white racist men. You know, and so until those men change their perspectives and their behavior, we'll always be how we are. Mm-mm. Yep. That I like that. I love that. That's actually a great <laughs> way to end it. Because <laughs> that was that's nothing but the truth, whether right. people like it or not. And there, there's nothing you can you can't say anything against it. Right, you can't right. denounce it or anything. Right. So, so I hope my listeners. I hope. Look, we may have made y'all, some of y'all angry, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, this is just our perspective on things. Um, how we feel. Um, and just being honest. Like I said, we have real raw conversations. And as great as reparations sound to some, it's not ideal, and it's not. It seems like a fantasy, a a really ugly, fake fantasy that's gonna not gonna do anything for us. Right, right. Um, I thank you again. Thank you. Yeah, do a lot more. I got some goodies. I got some goodies. Bring them on. I'm ready. This is what this is what this is what our black community needs to hear. America needs to hear this stuff. So definitely keep it up. You, what you're doing is really yeah. good. Look, and hopefully says, you know, black and right. We can we people <laughs> live tuning in. We can get some right tuning in and some conversations flowing 
some feedback, some comments and everything. Cause I love, I love, um, feedback, constructive criticism. I love it. Uh, not hating, not trolling, none of that, like legit, you know, concerns and stuff. I really love that. Especially when we talk about our community. Right. right. So like I said, we're going to end it on that note. Uh, there's more to come. Uh, Terrell is going to be on here a lot more. <laughs> and I'm ready. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Can't wait for you guys to hear this and to see you next All week. All right. Y'all have a good one.